and I wrote down exactly what you said. She said, accepting wings brings with it the innate memory of how to fly. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Orphic. This podcast is about all things beyond ordinary understanding. I'm Alyssa Sokol. I have a PhD in astrophysics. I'm keen on understanding how the universe works energetically, spiritually, holistically, in all ways. And hi, I'm Michaela. <laughs> um, and I'm an empathic medium, intuitive guide slash mentor. And what am I trying to do? Mm. that's a good question what am i doing that came up recently yeah. first wasn't it do, what, what do you do right. oh that's a good question um i think i don't know i feel like i really dropped the ball on this <laughs> one <laughs> you're a healer yeah energetic healer um intuitive medium channel i guess I think encouraging the ripple effect of healing is what I was trying to say. Yeah. But for some reason, couldn't articulate that into words for a second there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you said that last. You said that last time. Just to be blunt here, we're working on this intro. We're trying. <laughs> I think we also said this last time. We're working on the intro. We're trying to introduce ourselves in a different way, in a concise way. We're working on it. We're we're tweaking. <laughs> we're tweaking things. So, but it was the opposite of concise. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But, you know, you got to write to edit, as they say. But we're not writing. We're talking. But, yeah, I think I like that, you know, the ripple effect idea. I think that's good. I think it fits you. Basically, I feel like my work is, um, like you said, a healer, energetic healer. But the big piece of it is supporting others and healing themselves, empowering Mm-hmm. empowering others and healing themselves because no one can actually heal you or your energy if you don't give consent or and are willing to like do the work and heal yourself so i think we're moving into a new time where um it's needed for people to do the work it's needed for people to do the inner healing um so we can heal the earth mother gaia we can heal this plane that we're on and move into like better better times yeah, and everyone needs um help and guidance and support and other people to hold space for them and you know we talk about that a lot mentors yeah. and guides and coaches and people they're all just here to help hold space for you along your journey and that's what we're here for yeah. too in this podcast space you know i like that too like a ripple effect of holding space because that's really what it is it's like you heal your inner world so that you hold space for yourself and through doing that, then you're able to hold space for others. And when you hold space for others, they begin to heal their inner world and then so on, so on, so on. It really is a ripple effect. Yeah, definitely. And I, yeah, I want to focus one podcast episode on, on that concept of your inner world equaling your outer world. I don't know. I just feel Mm. like it's simple. It's kind of uh, goes along with the as above, so below mentality and stuff like that it's one of those things that it's like it's simple but it's so complex i don't know mm. i, I want to really unpack it the fact a that thousand like, percent. everything is inward truly uh, 
one of my one-on-one clients that I just met with, we were kind of having this conversation actually um, of just like manifestation and how, I don't know. I feel like saying like raising your frequency is like kind of overused and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if I really resonate with that, but we were just talking about how, if you're trying to like manifest something and if it's up here and it's on a pedestal and if your inner world reflects that you don't believe you can actually achieve that like on one hand you're like oh I want this I want this but like you still have the belief patterns the nervous system patterns everything that's like keeping that's like creating so much space in between the thing then there's so much space and like Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to like actually align to it and then it's when you start to like heal the nervous system um and heal the inner world is when you start, because that's when you start doing the reprogramming, which we did talk about mm-hmm. in the last episode. And through the reprogramming, you align yourself to the thing. So, right. and that's um, exactly of like healing your inner world or like um, whatever is your inner world begins to project in your outward reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like there's such a difference too between knowing that and hearing that and understanding it this had come up in a past reading yeah. for me one time about i guess i was asking some questions or something like that and i think what the guidance was was like when you if you actually like something about actually believing you know actually when you actually know like wholeheartedly with every fiber in your being that your inner world will give you your outer world or will create your outer world then you live your life differently you know, and it's just, yeah. it's one of those things that we hear so often and it's easy to be like, oh yeah, right, right, true, we know that. But it's, yeah, it's a different um, understanding. So, love that. Yeah, that would be a good episode to get into. Yeah. But that's not what we're here to talk about today, no, people. Isn't. No, it isn't. Forget it all. No, I'm kidding. Don't forget it. That was good. That was good wisdom. <laughs> but... So, on this episode, we are here to talk to you about horses. Horses. Again. Part two, except this is going to be actually kind of very different from the other horse episode. You said it was funny that I called it the horse episode (laughs) on Instagram. It was funny. Speaking of that, too, actually, because I told, like, Bryce that you were going to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, does Alyssa even know what a horse is? (laughs) Bryce, fight me. (laughs) You want to want to fight me? <laughs> I thought that was funny, <laughs> but I mean it is true. That's like funny. you're all like city New York girl. Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, I hate I hate New York City. Sorry, I'm not I'm not a city person, but I am a you know I'm a I'm a New Yorker, New Yorker, New Yorker. But I'm from New York. I would say I'm more yeah, familiar with cows because where I, I went to <laughs> school, went to university, undergrad, and upstate new york and there's a lot of farms and stuff like that a lot of cows and then same thing in massachusetts it's like a lot of cows more familiar with the cows i wish i was around horses in person more often like i was so jealous just seeing them on the zoom okay we'll we'll talk about (laughs) what are we even talking about you'll you'll come to the ranch and do it like when you come to see me so so that'll be really cool i know that they're like i also love cows did you people and everything but i they're just so cute okay but so as far as this episode the precursor to this episode, if you've not listened yet, or it's not necessary to listen to the other one before this one, but it is... Uh, I would. I'd recommend it. Yeah, probably. Probably definitely would recommend <laughs> it because it outlines... Some... Actually, I'd recommend listening to all of them yes. leading up to this one. Yes. 
All of the ones. All 13. Just kidding. But the other one, um, it maybe will give a little bit more Yeah, there's context more context or like... to this this uh, place that, that we're talking about. And so that was episode 10, um, Powerful Healing Experience Facilitated by Horses. Definitely listen to that. It kind of gives the origin story of how our connections with this lady that we got this healing from and these horses came to be. So that's a little bit of the background. Yeah. But as for this episode... Um, yeah, so Alyssa and I... Um, Last time I went as an observer session to Lucia's ranch. Um, I guess we'll give a little bit yeah, of we'll context to that. Um, so Lucia is this very powerful, energetic, healing woman. And she actually met Jackie, Alyssa's sister, sometime in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And they hit it off. And Jackie's learned a lot from her with like body talk work and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then Jackie, I guess, asked probably Alyssa where I lived. Mm -hmm. And when she found out I lived so close to Lucia's actual ranch in Canada, which I do, she only lives like an hour from me. Mm -hmm. She was like, you have to go there. You have to go there. Um, she was very persistent, actually. Mm -hmm. And I did very last minute end up going to about a month ago little over a month ago to one of her like sessions i guess that she does yeah. uh linking awareness something um so if anyone wants to look her up she her it's, it's a linking awareness adventures mm -hmm. and I we'll think, have the info Instagram. In the, uh in the bio of this episode linked yeah okay great mm -hmm. Um, so it was very last minute. I kind of reached out. I was like, hey, I'm Michaela, blah, 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 blah. Um, Jackie wanted me to like reach out to you. So this is what I'm doing, yeah. basically. Hi. So, hi. And she was like, sent me this like uh, email back that made zero sense. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're saying. And it was like gibberish. And then she's like, oh, just call me. So then I called her and talked to her on the phone. And she was like, and this was a Saturday and she was having a session on Sunday. She's like, we don't have any more sessions left, but we have an observer session. Like, why don't you just come out, just come out and see what it's like, come to the ranch. And I'm like, okay, sure. Great. So, um, I did that and yeah, I did that. And then, so a month later, I want to do an actual session. I have an actual session of, um, booked because before I was just like observing other people's sessions. And if you want to listen to that, listen to the previous episode that we talked about. Mm -hmm. So, I got myself an actual session looking really looking looking to forward to uh -huh. it holy I don't know what happened there and then I kind of mentioned to Alyssa like oh last time there was like someone on zoom who had an actual session too and they used like a surrogate for the body mm -hmm. and I was like I think you should do that and yeah then she and looked I was, into it's it funny and... like I was initially just gonna consider doing the observer on zoom because so then Michaela yes. had her session booked and that was that was in the in the like that was system go and I was like oh well maybe I'm not doing anything that day maybe I could do the zoom observer session and that way I can hold space for you and I could watch and I could actually be a part of it because that other episode was me just like reacting not having seen or witnessed any of this and I was just like whoa interesting so I was like I want to actually watch it and then yeah. yeah and then I was like you know what like maybe if there's still an availability, I was kind of just called. It was one of those things. I love when the universe just like moves you to do something like I, I was half considering it. I think, yeah, you had mentioned I didn't realize there was an extra session left and I kind of had forgotten about the surrogate of it all. 
And I was kind of just like my thing, like the universe literally moved my fingers to text Lucia and be like, actually, is there another, actually, can I do a surrogate? Like, is that still available? And I was like, what? I didn't even do that. The universe. (laughs) Sometimes that happens though. You know what I mean? Right. That happens when you're just. Well, I think it just happened how I was there again too. Cause I like was planning on it and then thought I wasn't going to be able to. And then it like all fell into place Mm -hmm. and I was able to, to go again as well. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, definitely meant meant to be there at that time. We were both meant to be there at that time. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Alyssa and I went back to the Lucia's ranch at Lincoln Awareness, and we both had actual sessions that day. Um, Alyssa, Alyssa's over Zoom mm-hmm. via a surrogate. So we're gonna a little bit of story time today. We're gonna kind of talk about what that experience was like mm-hmm. for both of us. Yeah. And so, yeah, again, what we're talking about is this sort of energy healing and energy release that is like assisted by and facilitated uh, by with horses um, and co-facilitating. Yeah, the horses are facilitating and but a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it is kind of energy release and really definitely a lot of like working with the body too, and, and locating locations in the body of where there is blockages and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I do feel like it is, it's like her own advanced form of body talk, mm-hmm. no? Like, yeah. is that how you describe it? Because I feel like it is her own version of it, and it's a little bit different. However, I've never actually had a body talk session before, but I know your sister does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I don't even know exactly what all body talk entails. But yeah, I think I think it is a version, a version of that. Sometimes something in the body will be located and... Yeah, so how, okay, so yeah, so Sunday, Sunday, last Sunday comes along, I'm on Zoom, I have no idea what to expect via Zoom, all I know is that there will be a surrogate, so obviously, like, if you don't know, actually, a lot of people are are even surprised when I tell them that you can even do a psychic reading over Zoom, a lot of people maybe still don't know that you, I know, yeah, people, a lot of people are surprised about that, and it's like, well, yeah. I don't know, like, it's really not any, it's not different, right, I can understand. I feel like I would used I used to maybe be cute, confused by that, or I maybe. But also, I think I think it's that in the pandemic, so much stuff moved over Zoom that in my mind, it's so it's so normal now. But I feel like before the pandemic, mm-hmm. it was more a lot of, a lot more sessions were kind of like had to be in person and stuff. I don't know, but yeah, you can read energy virtually. You can tap in. There is no space and time truly, as long as you get someone's no. permission to tap into their energy and access their akashic records anything like that you can do anything virtually so but so the way that this works is because there is a physicality to it where michaela is at her ranch in canada and there's animals there and there's a whole energy to it i will have me being on zoom they have someone else who matches my energy best i something like that uh, she chooses it kind of on the spot from the people that are there. And also it, my surrogate person ended up being someone that also works with her, I think. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think that's part of the reason why why she got chosen. Like uh, yeah. Lucia kind of just intuitively asks yeah. whoever that is, if it's Alyssa's guides or source, yeah. who would be the best option. And then they uh, and then they tell her, I think it makes sense mm-hmm. that maybe they'd pick someone that has worked there before because maybe they can hold space for being a surrogate better i mean i don't really know she didn't really explain that right well she talked to about a little and so the surrogate person will lay on the table just like anyone that's getting a session would and she talked in the beginning about how even 
how, yeah, when you're a surrogate, even like when she's doing the readings, it's like we're all just vessels. Like in that time that that surrogate was acting as a surrogate for my energy body, what Lucia was saying was like that surrogate was like she wasn't her identity anymore. She was just purely a vessel. And she kind of had said at the end of my session when she mm-hmm. went back to the surrogate and asked if anything had come up for her, she said something about like, oh, like once she's back or like whoever she is now, like just kind of really cool aspect of interchanging your identity and it's just like oh yeah like it's like it's in a way it's true it's like our bodies are our bodies but energy is energy and you know if you if you choose and consent to kind of like vessel your body as someone else's energy then it's like you know what is identity anyway so there was like some cool aspects of that that she touched on Mm -hmm. in the beginning um so yeah do you want to talk about like what it was like there or the beginning before i talk about my session then you'll talk about your session yeah, so um, got there Sunday. Another lady was there that does plant medicine therapy, I believe, and she brought some cacao for us, so that was really nice. I didn't have that last time. Um, it wasn't as cold this time either, but she brought some cacao, and that's the first time I've ever tried cacao, and I've actually been wanting to bring that into my energy field, mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool. So we did, like, a, she like she gave us each a mug and poured some cacao, and... Uh, we did a little ceremony, I guess, where we like invited the cacao into our heart, and I guess cacao is like uh, a heart opener yeah, it's all and just like stuff. I, I, all, that's yeah. all I know about cacao. Something with the heart chakra. Yeah, and like thanked it. I know a lot of people do drink it in the mornings and do a ceremony, and I have actually felt called to that for a while, so I might have to look mm. into that more. But yeah, and then we like drank the yummy cacao, and it was a really nice little heart space opener little yumminess Mm -hmm. to like begin the day um and so this lady who was also there that brought the cacao she brought this stuff called what's it called oh i keep saying ashwanda and i but that's not what it is it's like i wrote it down oh did you write it down like i I heard it done i listened sananga sananga yes okay there we go sananga i need to do more i had never heard of that before me neither mm-hmm. me neither i need to do more research on it i've been meaning to but every time i think of it the name that comes is ashwanga yeah. which is like a herb it's like and supplement but that's not the ashwagandha, ashwagandha. It's yeah like a something relaxing like that root or something like that yeah. but anyways this sananga and this is important um moving into like your session mm-hmm. Um, she brought it and she's like, okay, she set up a table at the back behind where everyone was because how it worked was there was kind of a corral in front of us. The horses came in. It was also interesting because, um, on that day, Lucia said that the horses brought themselves in when we Ooh. came because the, the time before, I'm pretty sure her son went and like got them or like put the lead around one of them mm-hmm. and like brought them into the ring. So there's kind of like a little corral that's like, um, sectioned off and then everyone sits on the other side and kind of like you know like a semicircle or whatever Mm -hmm. just like around to observe and then there's the bed um or like the table or whatever Mm -hmm. in the corral that the like individual having the session is on so then behind that the plant medicine lady set up another table bed thing um to do her sananga and she was just like if you just want some of this, like just come to the back and get some sananga. She's like, it really burns your eyes. If it's fine, it's really beautiful. Was it like they, did they put it physically in your eyes? Yeah. So I was like a little nervous. Actually, I was I was nervous for everything. Like 
the first I be nervous too for that half of the day I was nervous to go there and even like have a session like my heart was pounding I kept like and I could also just like feel the energy of everyone too so I'm mm-hmm. just like trying to move the energy like yeah. through my chakras because it's like a lot mm-hmm. it's a lot of like powerful beings powerful people a lot of like energy a lot of like empathic people yeah um so yeah i was a little bit nervous so it was also interesting because like i knew my session was going to be after lunch and then like i knew my session was going to be after a specific person so that was kind of funny yeah how that worked out Mm -hmm. and yours came up right away but anyway so this lady's like oh yeah if you want to try this like Sananga, I'll be back here and we, we can just do it like during um sessions and stuff and she's like it it burns a little bit but like you know it's fine and <laughs> and what was her like um, the, okay for what I was able to hear on the zoom when she was describing it it was like you have some kind of powerful sensation or visions or some kind of powerful per- clarity was the word that kept coming up oh okay clarity for she said about 10 minutes right yeah so that's what i heard i was like i was almost i was i was feeling nervous just like you because i don't know i haven't experimented with that kind of any you know any kind of something that really amplifies either yeah that amplifies your consciousness in that way and i'm like oh my god if i was there i would know that i would have to do that because why am i gonna miss out on the opportunity to partake in something so cool but i would be scared too that's what i felt too i'm like okay yeah. so like i will be doing this today right. and it's gonna be scary. when i don't know mm-hmm. i just need to feel into like when it's the right time i guess and like yeah i don't yeah i don't know yeah. so um so i guess like she would ask you a question before you did it or so she you're she would not ask you a question you were supposed to ask a question and then you do it and like kind of move your eye like your head back and forth so it really got into your eyes um and then it burned. It burned quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like what? It wasn't like I don't know. Like it's not. It, it didn't feel like you were dying or something. Yeah. Like did yeah, it I don't feel know. like you kind of like squirted a lemon in your eye for a sec, for a, a while? Maybe I feel like a lemon would be worse. Maybe yeah, probably like that or like really intense like salt water or something. Maybe yeah, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then you're supposed to have like I don't know. I think because it's just like kind of this intense feeling. It just like there's like the energy like it commands this like energetic release or energy like running through your body and you have this like moment of like clarity is how she like Mm. described it Mm -hmm. and um lucia's daughter was one of the first ones that went and then she's like oh it's it's really not that bad guys like if you want to do it i suggest you do it so that made me feel better and she said she had a moment where i don't know everything it was like it was like this big gush of water and then this like waterfall and these like sparkly things like everywhere and yeah so and that's important because um the lady who was Alyssa's surrogate so i one session had just ended and in between there the lady who ended up being Alyssa's surrogate was on the back table getting the sananga mm-hmm. done to her um around the same time that Alyssa said okay or that lucia said okay pick another name and they pulled Alyssa's names because they just pulled um names out of a hat for the order that people went in mm-hmm. um and then started your session and was like okay who's the surrogate gonna be and it was the lady who was already at the back on the table just starting just really just starting her like sananga journey so she moved into being your surrogate yeah. as she's kind of finishing coming into the sananga journey so that was interesting too yeah. um and also made me less and less want to do the sananga yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah and so when they started when this lady was your surrogate and was like doing this sananga she was like moving back and forth but she was started like um being in person and observing it she was really moving like she was like they were kind of having to hold her on the table like she was like really like moving around Mm -hmm. to like start your session off yeah i noticed they were like they had to kind of hold her there were a lot of uh, there were a few other people around her like the whole time so then um what was your sananga experience like or do you want to talk about that when you talk about your reading no i can talk about my sananga experience um so yeah i i went to do it i was quite nervous my heart was like pounding mm-hmm. um and yeah she said to ask yourself a question i honestly don't even remember what i asked put it in your eyes she kind of puts it like in the like you look up and she puts it like in the corner oh, oh actually first of all she gives you um a forehead and eyebrow massage and that was very lovely Ooh. very lovely <laughs> that really helped calm the nerves yeah. actually so thank yeah. you for that and then she puts it like in the corner of your eyes and like kind of instructs you to move your head back and forth so it like really gets in there mm-hmm. and then it like starts to burn and it is weird because you do like it's not super crazy intense but at the same time it is like i do feel like you kind of go to a different place for like a second because of just like i think the the feeling of like in your eyes but i but i wouldn't like i mean i've never done dmt before but how it's described like i wouldn't say it's like you're just like projected out there yeah. and like you're like actually like out of your body right so it's like more way more mild than something like that yeah, but you de- de- definitely was this, I don't know, like you could feel like I could after feel um, the energy in my hands tingling mm-hmm. like and that's how I felt when I was doing my session with uh, Lucia as well or just even that just like that that like clarity in your body too. you know, if you've ever done like a cold plunge oh, or like yeah. had a really good workout in the way like and that oh, after that just like yeah. feeling like it felt like a really strong sense of that Ooh, that's nice like just kind of like a clearness yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah and so for me uh, i went yeah back and forth and did the thing and then um my vision that came to me was just this like big angel ghostly figure like uh kind of like a white um white purpley blue ghosty light like big wings angel figure like in the forest and do you know at at all what that meant or like did you like do you feel like there was a message there was a message that came through with that and a moment of clarity but i didn't write it down and i'm kind of forgetting it now but if i remember it I'll i'll come back to it it was something about um, like being afraid of my power and how I don't mm. need to be afraid of my power anymore, which that really mm. ended up being a lot what my session was about anymore. But yeah. I don't remember the exact message. So if it's meant to come through, yeah. um, it'll come up again and I'll speak on it. Sweet. So, yeah, that was my experience. You and then, yeah, the, moving uh, into... break, you did it? No, I did it during someone else's session, mm-hmm. like before my session, after the lunch break. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. um yeah so so, yeah. so for my session um i it's interesting yeah the way that it all kind of what it ended up being focused about so i know my sister had told me to 
I think the last time we didn't necessarily talk about how she says before it starts how she says like what is your agenda but i mean that kind of makes sense you know anytime mm, yeah, you go she into does any, do that yeah anytime you go into any session um obviously you're gonna kind of have some intention or have something that that you're hoping to get out of it also this was such a last minute it was like the day before that i even knew i was gonna get a session so i kind of or like yeah a day, a day before so i didn't think much of mine either mm-hmm. like i didn't really put much thought in it at all in, at all honestly because i kind of just trusted whatever right was meant to come through would come through that's another aspect of it too this is such a unique modality this this modality that's happening here is not just talking to your spirit guides and asking them a question this is very there's so many different parties involved in terms of reading your energy body and understanding what's what's going on in the, in the flow of your energy and so I had kind of, but I knew, I knew that she would ask me an agenda. My sister had told me and, and, um, so, and then I, you know, I, there were two sessions before mine. I actually also had a feeling that my session was going to be on the earlier side. So look at us. We're so psychic. It's <laughs> funny. I had, yeah, I had a feeling that mine <laughs> was so going to be when it, around when it was. And so I decided in the first, when the first two sessions before me were going, I was trying to think of how to phrase my intention in a general way or my 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 agenda she referred to it as agenda she was like what's your agenda for this yeah and i yeah i guess what had come to me in terms of for what to ask is um i something that yeah i I kind of knew that anything general that needed to show up in the reading would show up and i figured a good way to ask about that to bring it about was something that i am that I am dealing with with my own personal channeling and my connection. And obviously, you know, I talk a lot about this astrophysics stuff and this feels like strongly connected to my purpose. And there's a lot more information that I feel like I'm meant to bring in, that I feel like I want to bring in. And sometimes I feel like I'm right at the tip of it or sometimes, you know, I'm I'm strengthening my abilities now. I'm strengthening my connection now. And I have I have these insights, but... A lot of times, sometimes I'm a little bit afraid to go deeper into them or sometimes it's like I don't I don't know how to hang on to it. And so I wasn't sure if there might have been some. So I mentioned that I basically my intention was I said that like when I'm channeling or when I'm trying to connect my to connect like, yeah, channel information or, or open my open my channel sometimes I feel like I can't go oh yeah it's like this hesitation I mentioned this trepidation like I can't go deep or Mm. sometimes I don't know how to follow it or I feel like uncomfortable like once I follow it a little bit and I'm like you know if it feels to me almost like the stagnation like the surface level like there's a deeper aspect that wants to be reached that I am just um hesitating around I think I think it's a trust yeah no I think so too I think so too and you know i've been observing that in myself for a while and sometimes i try to go a little deeper but so that's that's essentially how i i phrased the question and it was interesting because it came up it ended up kind of turning into the beginning of the session being this whole thing around her saying saying stuff about how well she asked like what like what am i chat you know like what do i mean by channeling like what am i trying to channel and i said some stuff and about who are you connecting right to? And who, yeah and like, who, like who are you channeling and you know when i when I, the way that i view it for myself is i don't necessarily like i don't necessarily view myself needing to connect to anything besides like source or maybe besides uh, besides these um besides the like uh souls of 
of celestial bodies like Gaia, the sun, these other celestial souls and my team, you know, just kind of my my spirit guides and any any interdimensional beings that are on my team that's at least right now you know I'm right now my view of channeling is not like all right aliens like tell me what you got like I'm ready for you and so you know there's this aspect that I feel like I had this idea that I'm already putting up I'm already protecting myself because I'm aware that there is dangers in this but yeah so what she had said she kind of just went on this whole thing about you know everyone everyone wants to channel or everyone you know she talked about me and Michaela's generation being the generation of indigos. I think this kind of goes along with Dolores Cannon's waves of, of volunteers, basically referring to just different generations of awakened souls and awakened people on, on this planet. And I think people around my age, you know, like I'm 30, Michaela, you're 27, you're just turned 27. And so people around our age are kind of in this indigo generation of awakened souls and i thought it was cool she said and she said at some point indigos are system breakers and i was like yeah we are so she was saying and obviously you know there's a lot of people in our generation opening up to spirituality we want to channel we want to connect and she was saying that you know you have to channeling is cool and all and she's so in tune with all of these interdimensional beings and star systems and people on different planets and all these things and she's very in tune with that but she's able to really ground it in a way that you know to not get too carried away with it um and she was kind of just saying yeah channeling is great but it's also dangerous and just talking about the dangers of that and it ended up yeah well, well there's a lot of emphasis on like what are you connecting to mm-hmm. and do you know what you're connecting yes. to and that is really important and mm-hmm. i think maybe even an episode on or that touches on that a little bit would be like mm-hmm. important too because that w- kind of the message was a lot of people just open themselves up and say oh i want to channel and then it's like you don't actually know what you're connecting to mm-hmm. and there's a, there there is a lot on that because entities beings can then disguise themselves as other things too so mm-hmm. i mean i definitely think her little I don't know, lecture or whatever you want to call it on that was definitely important and meant to come through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was it was all ended up being it ended up being very, very important. And but, you know, just to kind of comment on what I was feeling like there was an obvious there was definitely a trigger that was happening for me. Like I was a little bit triggered by by the response. But in terms of, you know, just observing it and talking out like why I felt triggered I feel like, well, what I have, what I think about it is I feel like a lot of it is a humbling or so what I wanted to do, I, this kind of comes back to thinking that you know something, right? It's like kind of humbling your ego, thinking that you know something, but maybe you don't actually embody that. Maybe you're not really embodying it. Maybe you've just heard it. You know, I've, I've, taken in a lot of information over over the years about spiritual hygiene and about setting up sacred space and about knowing knowing like feeling unconditional love from whatever you're connecting with and everything so it's like I have a lot of this knowledge so I have you know I have that knowledge so there was obviously like there was an aspect of me that wanted to be like yeah I know and that wanted to defend myself but not you know not in the way that I thought that she was attacking me just that this is how 
humans are you know i felt like i wanted to be like i know that like i know that and i wanted to defend myself and be like i'm not dumb i wasn't born yesterday like i know what i'm doing so there was that to observe within my mini reaction within myself and then so then what she said too about the channeling was kind of yeah while we're just on this topic of the channeling kind of brought it back at the end to maybe reframing it and like that word can be um sometimes maybe not the best word to use and like that it's more about your intuition and um it's more about coming from within and so that was also like a little bit I guess you talked about this in the beginning too but there was a there was this slight trigger in me too of being like I asked that question but at the same time I do know that everything comes from within we talked about this at the top of the episode like i do know that everything is about your internal connection too and it's not just about like oh open up like let me just receive like i know that it's all coming from within to an aspect so that was kind of another thing that i thought but you know just just it's all about the observing it i'm like oh why did i feel so why did i feel like i needed to be like defensive about that or why did i feel like not that i and i wasn't even defensive about it to lucia you know i mm-hmm. i was just taking it in it was just what was going on inside me i was like i know like i know <laughs> and i'm like okay but also i don't know everything and everyone needs to be humbled at at points so i feel like that was kind of what it brought up for me so in terms of uh she said some some stuff that i wrote down that i thought was cool she talked about like dna a lot and she said for me and just for everyone like the wisdom is in your dna and whatever i and she knows like and she knows exactly what i mean and she knows that and she also knows that i am like meant to bring in some information technically or there's something Mm -hmm. she kind of phrased it as there is something that i'm here to share you know Mm -hmm. and she was saying that the wisdom is oh she said i wrote the wisdom is in your dna whatever you're meant to bring in is in your dna it's not external so it was kind of just a good reminder and a reframe for me and yeah that and that's the thing it was like like i just said in the last five minutes i was like yeah i know all these things but it was a really necessary reminder for me to kind of switch my perspective on how i frame that and thinking of it in terms of it being like it's in my that that does help me like that information that she said like it helps me in my channeling stuff like it's already inside of me and whatever and this this applies to everyone whatever you're here to bring is literally encoded in your dna so it's something that awakens within you and it's not an external seeking or it's not an external thing um and yeah just uh, like while we're on that channeling thing another thing she said was just about how the languaging is unintentional like maybe intentionally uh spell casting you know spelling words these mm. things like the word the ch- the the fact that we use this word channel and channeling is already kind of encoded with some poked holes in it to allow some lower frequencies or maybe energies that we don't want to be channeling or energies that are not for our highest good she was just saying like the fact that like these words that we use in our language like sometimes are already like set set you up to fail <laughs> like in a way well, yeah she was just talking about the importance uh of of your words and stuff mm-hmm. and how even like you know in school it's like we learn spelling and she's yes. like spell casting spell casting with your words and like making that mm-hmm. connection um yeah. And yeah she even got into like 
a little bit of light language with that. And yeah. And just like language and the frequency of the language and the frequency of the words Mm -hmm. and that, I mean, yeah, that goes with kind of our episode last week when I was talking about thoughts and how there's like the positive or negative charge on a word or Mm -hmm. negative or positive charge on a thought. Same goes for words within our language. Right. Right. And it's like, so what she had suggested is to switch my perspective or even switch my wording on it that it's more so that I'm using my intuition that I'm that I'm just intuitively kind of feeling in these gaps of whatever it is that I want to know so kind of switch it to more of my intuition to make to make it more me focused to make it more more about me and less about oh what can I bring in from the external and because I think, yeah, there, I think what she was kind of saying is that just that automatically, just with that mindset of like, oh, let me bring in something from the outside when it's like, that's not even really what's happening and just kind of feeling like, oh, I got to bring in something else kind of might open you up to these um, two negative things. So which speaking of now to get <laughs> just in now into some of the things that came up in my session and my healing so without me saying anything else about I hadn't yet mentioned any part of my body that was hurting me or anything. So now she started going into the surrogate and what the surrogate's feeling and what's coming up after this whole channel after this whole thing of cha- about channeling. And uh, immediately she said, oh, there's something in the left shoulder blade. And I was like, I have been having pain in my left shoulder on and off for the past like two weeks. And it's been very specific to this this now time right around this time that I had a session so even now still even though I know all this magic is real even still when something some kind of cool instant confirmation comes up like that I'm always still like whoa how did she know it is cool (laughs) it is cool so immediately she was like left shoulder blade and I was like oh my god that's where I've had the pain so um and so what it was what the what she had picked up on uh, what was happening on the left shoulder blade was this entity where there was kind of like a negative uh negative entity or just like a dark some kind of attachment low vibrational lower vibrational that it was an entity yeah an entity that was trying to hold me back and which was so interesting that it was on the shoulder she was like i see it kind of like and like almost leaning over to the front of your shoulder like trying she specifically said trying to like mm-hmm. uh bring me back and spit like hold me and spin me around so that i'm facing back where i came from which is so interesting because um i don't know if you heard this but the surrogate at the end of all the sessions she did say it felt like something was pitting her down on the table because what? yeah no i did not yeah hear that because at the same time like i'm in person watching yeah. and the surrogate was moving a lot and we'll get into that more because she started to move a lot but she was just really like moving like across the t- like just like everything like it was just a lot of moving kind of like kicking and like yeah. and like people were having to hold her down like yeah hold her down i mean well i guess not I, I, it wasn't that though it was before that it felt like like she was like even trying to like bring up her head and she said after the whole session was done it felt like something was like physically trying to hold her down whoa or pin her or like pin her against the table that's crazy yeah like it was crazy watching watching what was going on with her and so as we're talking about this shoulder thing she's saying she's like okay we're clearing it now you know so part of what this whole process is is we are identifying something and lucia 
in tandem with everyone and the energy there. She's clearing it. We're healing it. She says, okay, we're releasing it now. The surrogate starts crying. And like, I hear her. It's I couldn't actually hear. There wasn't really a great mic anywhere near the surrogate, but I did hear her like sobbing, like, you know, she was sobbing. So she's on the table, like moving um, and kicking. And at the same time, she's like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, yeah like sobbing mm-hmm. like, like weeping and so yeah so lucia's like yep there's the release right there and i was like and while i was watching this i actually i was i thought i would actually feel more in my body i don't know if i was like supposed to i wasn't feeling that much i'll, t- I'll talk in a second there was a part where i did get emotional towards the end but i wasn't feeling i wasn't really feeling anything in my body i was kind of just watching but i was like you know i was like whoa okay that's crazy so yeah that was with the entity on on my shoulder and so the other thing that came up with the shoulder was that um it's kind of this wing this uh, this she talked about this stuff with like birds and wings and that there's it's also part of some initiation for me with wings and she and like it's it's me accepting new wings and we talked about kind of this intuitive aspect of like you know how birds learn to fly and how kind of that whole thing and i wrote down exactly what you said she said accepting wings brings with it the innate memory of how to fly so wow. i thought right isn't that like really kind of there's a lot to unpack there there's kind of like yeah. deep wow. and so it, it yeah some kind of initiation for me and some kind of you know learning and feeling like i won't feeling like i won't remember how to but they're like accepting the wings there is an innate memory in there and it is an intuitive it is an intuitive thing and that could also kind of be for me what this is with the channeling stuff and it's like you know maybe it is this process isn't as scary and and um and whatever i have been making it seem it's actually more of innate more intuitive and yeah i want to it's kind of coming up for me right now how can we reframe channeling for you because yeah. i feel like it does it does need to be reframed yeah um and that's and just in the reframing it's going to be a higher vibration i, I have a couple so. things but i want you to yeah. say how you think you can reframe it yeah no totally and i think that is also that's exactly probably why i felt called to ask that question um because there yeah. is a resistance there for me and I mean, you know, at least I'm, I need to sit on more kind of what Lucia said about free framing it to intu- being intuitive. And I have thought about that, too, because I, I guess to give it an example, like, I don't know, sometimes it's, oh, there's stuff about astrology. There's more stuff about astrology that I want to channel or I kind of see the the way that my brain mm-hmm. has been working of late is like I'll see some here, some kind of spiritual modality or see something like the solar system and I feel like I can fill in the gaps spiritually or something like that. Like, I feel like I'll, I'll think about the motion of the solar system. And, you know, I've never studied astrology. I only know a little bit about it. But and I feel like there's a gap that, like, I'm able to fill. And yeah, the, yeah, there's no doubt that you're receiving information. Mm-hmm. But how can you reframe the word channeling? Because I've, right. I'm getting right now that w- there needs to be a reframing of that. And like that's going to also be part of your initiation and things are really going to speed up for you or going to like come or come to you when you have when you reframe it into a more high frequency way. Because as we talk, the word channel, it's not 
it's oh it's leaving room for other things and it's not as high vibrational okay yeah what's coming to me right now too is it's the trust thing and so actually yeah so this is what i was going to say like if i to to take that scenario and to reframe it for myself and and kind of go with what you had said and it's it's trust and it's about intuition if i take that you know maybe the fear aspect or the lower vibration version of my trepidation the channeling would be like oh i don't know i don't know like where is that information to fill the gap like coming from like i don't know and then i just doubt on the flip side i could say like well what do you think it is Alyssa? like well what do you think you know kind of that thing where you like actually test your intuition and your trust in yourself where it's like well what do you think it is you know if you're asking someone a question and ask them like Mm -hmm. oh interpret this dream for me it's kind of like how the dreams are coming to mind for some reason right now like how you are the best interpreter of your dreams like what do you think your dream meant and like your guess is or your intuitive guess is probably right so that has that's like just what i've been thinking about in the last week around this as thinking about what lucia said with the intuition i'm kind of like okay well so it's the channeling it's you know it's not coming from out there the channeling is an intuition so it's like yeah what, do what I, can what you what? use as a different word though like what how can you so you don't say channel oh. anymore like what can you say like that's what i'm trying to oh. ask you like let's reframe it like now like oh. what is it um hmm. i don't know <laughs> but um I mean, yeah, I haven't thought of anything besides besides like the the intuition. And that's kind of just it's reframing it a little bit differently. Mm. But what about connection to inner wisdom? Yeah, right. Making it more connection to remembrance. Those are the two that are coming up for me. So I'd feel into that. Okay. Yeah. No, this is good. This is all really important for me right now. So. So even for you, if it's like, oh, I'm going to go channel and make a video today, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm going to go connect to my inner wisdom and make a video today. Ooh, like Mm -hmm. to me, that already, that vibration of that already feels so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. This is good. I I hadn't even like thought about it that, that deeply, you know, in the sense that I really need to shift my, you know, use of, of that whole concept. Yeah, that's I think that's good. why it came through, and that's why you asked the question with the specific word. Yeah, it, and I mean, it is to um, help you, I mm-hmm. guess, right? Yeah. It's like it's it's pushing you forward. It's like, come on. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there was, and it, yeah, it was funny because then when we spoke on the phone after, like, I remember, you know, we spoke on the phone right after the whole day, and I was like, I don't know, like, I feel like I didn't mean to mean to phrase the question that way because that was my like trigger kind of moving, like circling through me, yeah. being like, I didn't really mean that, like, I know, <laughs> being like, well, I know that this, like, I know, like, I didn't really mean to phrase like that, and then you were kind of like, but you did mean, you said something like, <laughs> you said something like, uh, but I mean, you meant what you asked, like, you did mean it, and I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Well, because I'm just like the day was so powerful. Yeah. And I mean, in general life, like everything that happens, it it does. They're working pieces like it happens yeah, for a reason. Exactly. And like, like, you know, but specifically with just how powerful that day is, I'm just like, there's no accidents, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Like no. the way you said it is exactly how it was meant to come through for a reason. And mm-hmm. I, it's kind of fun how we're unpacking that a little yeah. bit more right now. Yeah, totally. No, it's cool. It's good. It's good because it feels like it's going to unlock me to a, to another level. Um, 
so yeah that's good we'll continue we'll, we'll report updates on how the reframe of the of the channeling is going for me perfect um so i wanted to mention one other one thing about the entity stuff that i spoke to my sister uh, jackie on the phone about the next day um because quick, so my- did she say where the entity came from no she said just it was there well oh she oh okay she said that there was a leak that our, our podcast container had a leak in yeah, it that ha- left that. room for negative um for negative energies or like whatever to to potentially enter so i'm not sure if it was that and yeah I, i'm right i'm not really know. sure the origin of it but so actually this is kind of what i'm, what I'm getting to with so yeah, I, sorry. Uh, so my sister jackie she does similar modalities to what everything that was happening on this day and she does her own energy healing stuff and she says that you know she sometimes when she talks to her clients about entities to reframe it in a way that doesn't incite fear you know like i don't like, yeah that doesn't incite fear in me the fact that i like quote, i did want to bring that up yeah right we, we have to mention it like uh, a lot of people could have fear around entities there's a lot of entities all around there's uh, uh, entities are very common they're on people <laughs> like kind of uh, can be kind of often and um maybe like certain parts of the body i don't know you know maybe sometimes not for a long period of time sometimes for a long period of time it doesn't incite you're making me feel better (laughs) (laughs) i know right it doesn't incite like they're everywhere (laughs) they're everywhere so but it's okay so it's definitely just energy it's, it's just it's just energy and it's not that surprising in terms of just understanding that energy flows and Sometimes there's feeling low feelings and sometimes there has high feelings. So I was talking mm-hmm. to my sister about it and she said, sometimes we'll she'll frame entities to clients as it's not like it's something external necessarily attacking you. Another way to frame it mm. is you subconsciously, like you allowed that in, like you subconsciously invited that in because... Um, kind of to help you like there was something that you were getting out of this and I'm, I'm kind of rephrasing this paraphrasing this a lot but what i what i took from what she was saying from what my sister was saying about this is because because that entity that energy was like slowing me down in a way there was some subconscious aspect of me that was asking for that by being afraid or something you know by maybe being afraid of my own power being afraid of taking the next step there was a subconscious oh yes there was a subconscious aspect of me that was asking for that and also in that way it was helping me so that Mm. entity by being on me by by making me feel slowed down by making me feel off or something that entity was um was serving me in a way it, it was helping me by keeping me small because subconsciously if that if that was like what i was asking for and what i wanted yeah so subconsciously you had fear of being seen or mm-hmm. fear of going to the next level a yeah. fear of like whatever so exactly. yeah that makes sense i mean and like what i mean maybe that could be boiled down to even like self-sabotage maybe that's mm-hmm. not the right word but i'm just trying yeah, to generalize similar. it for like other people in general because i think we've all gone through this in our life and this is even with the manifestation it's like oh well i really want this but at the same time it's like do you really like are you really ready for that and like what are you kind of allowing into your life um into your body to actually keep you from your full potential Mm -hmm. yeah and totally and if i go to these few weeks of time like 
there was I, of course in this time I've there's totally been that energy of like am of like saying I'm ready to go to the next level and not really knowing if I actually am so it makes yeah. it makes sense and I think a lot of people can relate to can that relate. and I feel like yeah. it, that applies to a lot of different things with these entities and, and stuff that was um, funny I think we said the word relate at the same time there because I was like, I can relate to that. And you were like, others can relate to that. Oh, well, you'll have to listen to it back. But yeah. And another thing with that is um, a lot of the indigo kit or indigo children, star seeds, whatever you want to call it right now. Um, there's a lot of past life trauma with being seen and being mm. persecuted for living in our full potential. Yeah. So there is a, a, mem- a remembrance of that in the body that's saying, well, it's not safe. It's not safe to go there. And so even that Ooh, entity chills. or the piece of you that's holding you back might not be doing it to act. Like you said, it was trying to help you. It's not actually trying to harm you. Um, it could just really be trying to keep you safe from from your pa- the remembrance in your body from your past lifetimes. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's a huge thing. And one of the first sessions that happened before my session, she had a throat chakra thing come up about being slit by the throat in a past life. Oh, yeah. There is there is definitely with our generation, there's a lot of stuff, fear of being seen and fear of using our intuitive abilities and gifts and sharing those with the world because we've been persecuted for that in past lifetimes. So, yeah, even the witch hunt is a good example of that. Mm hmm. Like a lot of souls were witches, so like medicine women, intuitives, and like, um, I mean, we've all heard about the witch hunts, so they, you know, they, yeah, yeah. And I know, um, I've had many past lifetimes as a witch, so if anyone knows me and understands, I guess, my witchiness and my call to the forest, and yeah, mm-hmm. but um, Alyssa also has had past lifetimes as a witch, yeah, I do have a lot of witch wounds also and it, yeah there's definitely this whole energy of um this fear of of being seen and fear of of being persecuted and because of that it kind of keeps you you keep yourself small and yeah it's like a subconscious thing too like you don't even necessarily know that that it's, it's mostly it's like happening it's mostly subconscious yeah. i would say until you get to this yeah it is point of, of being aware of it and yeah so the other thing oh yeah so then a few other things that i want to mention about my reading and then getting to to the end that was powerful yeah so one other thing that came up so the horses names so again there's three horses that are present oh yeah there's three horses that are present the whole time and their names are nova akash and lyra and mm-hmm. wait, was it Nova that knew me or Lyra? No, it was Lyra. Lyra. Yeah. So Lyra at, one knew point, you. at one point, Lucia, kind of she just being quiet. She's probably just talking to the horses telepathically in her head. She was like, oh, Lyra says she knows you probably from some other dimension or something. She goes. Yeah, she was like from another planet or something. She's like, yeah, Lyra says she knows you. And I was like, oh, that was so cute. Um, and she said in the beginning of like the whole day that. Well, Lear is from um, the Lyrian Lyrian. constellation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. And Nova was from the Sirius constellation Mm -hmm. because they are sentient beings here Mm -hmm. to, you know, help us, help our poor souls. And Lyra said that I used to ride dragons, that that was my primary, or I would, yeah, I would travel on dragons, that that was kind of one of my primary modes of transportation oh. that i favored 
And I love that because right before this, I was actually, it came into my awareness to tell you to get the Sophia code again. Oh, yeah, right. I so get that. Yeah. And um, we talked about this in our past life episode, but when we were in that like inner earth, like Avalon, mm-hmm. um, and we were the lovers, like that, like there was the very, the Avalon, like mystical that kind of like earth where there was dragons like yeah. flying around flying dragons. and stuff and like that, that was one of the most specific things that she had described at least to paint the picture of where that was she was like there are flying dragons in this world wherever this is so yeah i Lyra- want to go back there <laughs> i feel like i miss it so much i know i know we should do a astral travel there together or something like that yeah, we There's could so do many that, other things we could do. With I don't podcasts. know how helpful that would be to my like now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't live in the past, but I, I mean, that's what I was talking about before that, like that witchy well, girl in me misses that. Right. And well, what you can do is obviously bring that aspect of you forward in this lifetime because that's in it's in your energy body. It's in your blueprint. If that was totally. an aspect of you, you know, I guess. Yeah. Feel into that. And, and I was also bring it to your now. It was just such a great life for us. Yeah. It like was. it was just so like, we, it was Fun. just so magical and mystical and we were just like, so like powerful and alchemist and it and like in love. And it was just like, it was just such a beautiful time. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I get spit out into the, whatever this shit is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I don't think, I don't think I ever said I wanted to come here and help humanity. Yeah. I don't think I, so why am I, why, why is this happening to me? Why? Oh, that's satire guys i'm being sarcastic we have because the receipts. you definitely did we have the receipts there's probably a guide that's coming through right now it's <laughs> like hey um right here actually you signed <laughs> your soul contract bitch it's called a soul contract yeah and that's happened in my session too with lucia i was like i'm here to serve i want to serve so figuring that out anyways let's anyways let's finish yours first yeah. mm-hmm so Nova said, oh, sorry, Lyra said that she knows me. So that was cool. So cool. So I didn't cool. hear her say that about anyone else. I mean. No, I didn't either. Yeah. So sorry. I got a connection on the horse side. <laughs> so yeah, so that was really cool. And about how, and then Lucia went on this whole thing about dragons and about how they're come, how a lot more dragons are coming up out of the ley lines of inner earth mm-hmm. and through these portals through earth and. You know, as I'm re- as I'm re-listening to this on the replay back, I'm like, wow, you really got to be at a certain level of um, openness <laughs> to receive a lot of this. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, the dragons, yeah, they're coming up from inner earth. They're coming through the portals. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's the thing. If anyone ever wants to go to some, I mean, if you're listening to this and have made it this far, I'm guessing you're some type of woo-woo or maybe you're just like interested. But yeah, like going to something like Lucia's like... If you want to do that experience, all the power to you. But like, yeah, like it's out there. Like it, it's yeah. it's for sure out there, and you have to hold space, I guess, for the out thereness. Like I don't know mm-hmm. how how else to put it. But yeah, like she's very casually talking about all of the different star systems and the dragons and um oh yeah the Sasquatches that came up yeah. at one point. Right. And I mean, for all this, this is stuff I, I already know that I have a deep remembrance about. So I'm just yeah. like. Mm-hmm kind of like how you were just like oh yes cool but some people might think this is some real whack shit which like 
honestly oh, that's yeah. that's okay i don't blame you yeah <laughs> oh it, it you. is whack and we talked about this on our ascension episodes the only reason that we're able to be like oh yeah i'm right right the dragons mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is because <laughs> we have this remembrance of it that we hear it and we're like oh yeah <laughs> so well, yeah and but and you know, you to know. um snowball on that mm-hmm. uh <laughs> the dragons are back <laughs> They're back. They're flying in and out of the portals all the time. Um, Do you you mean like what Lucia was saying or like you know this also? I know this also, but like I'm agreeing like with what Mm Lucia is saying. Yeah. Um, Their presence is here. And it's a good, that's why I'm telling you to read the Sophia Code. Oh, okay. Sophia Code related. Yes, yes. Yes, big time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm specifically thinking about, do you ever remember when I told you? last last year i had a meditation where like a little dragon popped into my awareness no i don't remember that ah well we might as well have a little tangent yeah um but it was working intensely with my mentor at the time i had been doing like a lot of meditations like during the day like just constantly meditating for hours at a time kind of like day in day out lots of healing work lots of quantum work um and then and 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 when you do the healing work there's a lot of things that are reflected and projected in your reality so yeah Bryce and I were in some type of argument at the time I don't even remember what it was but we were in some type of argument at the time I think it was during like I was on a weekend and he left to go somewhere and I was like great I'm going to smoke up and I'm going to enjoy myself cuz mm-hmm. like why not and I don't think we had he either like took it with him or we didn't have like anything to actually smoke out of. Mm -hmm. So all, all I had was my bong and I don't usually smoke out of my bong. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a very, very pretty bong that I bought for myself when I graduated because it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. and it was all I kind of had. So had that, had a bong rip, uh, got very high more than I was meaning to. Cause that's kind of why I don't smoke out of it to begin with. And I was so, yeah, I was so up there that there was like, there was literally nothing else my body could do, but sit down and go inwards. And like, Mm -hmm. we've, we've talked about this before too, where like, if you're kind of, maybe we did talk about this on the last episode, like if you're kind of avoiding everything else, and then if you choose to smoke, it's just like Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, Oh yeah. It's very much this like reflect, like it's very much this energy of like, you have to look at it now. Like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, I, I understand. I'm going to I'm gonna put my mat down. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to meditate. And I did. And at the same time, I'd been working a lot with um, mediumship with my mentor. And when I would do that, I would work on actually um, letting my body be moved through my mm-hmm. guides. Mm-hmm. So I would sit and they would like come and they would like rock my body and stuff like that. But there is definitely something about sometimes smoking I would like to set up more of a sacred space for this, but something about just like how quickly the downloads come in and everything. But anyway, mm-hmm. so sitting on my mat, I was doing this meditation. I think I had like kind of rain music on. I was like in this forest and it was like this different experience than how I usually meditate. Like usually when you meditate, um, you see, you can see where you're at and it's kind of like a memory. Like that's how I would describe a lot of things would happen even even when I did the Sananga, it's like the stuff that's happening is in your mind's eye, right? Yeah. Like it's like you see it like mm-hmm. a memory. And that's usually how kind of my meditations would go. But this time it was like 
It was like, no, I was like, I was there. Like I was there in the forest. It was foggy. It was raining. I could smell the forest. I could feel the rain on my skin. Like I was there. It was, and and this meditation lasted for 10 minutes and it felt like it lasted an hour. Like it was, this was a very like surreal kind of experience that I had. That's wild. Um, and so during that time, I, uh, so well, let me think how this worked. Yeah. I, cause I would have been meditating and then towards the end, towards the end of my meditation, I opened up my eyes and I seen this little, like, and this was more in my mind's eye, but it was like this little like dragon that like, just like popped out of like a portal. Like literally it was like this little black dragon just like popped out and my head turned to watch it fly all around the room but i wasn't moving it like it was like it was like my guides or whatever like moving like the mediumship like moving my head to watch the little dragon like fly around the room and then just like popped out through a portal and was gone but it was like it was like super crazy i remember you telling me the thing about like your like the spirit moving your head following something around the room i don't remember it being a dragon though yeah it was yeah it was Wild. a little dragon and i found out after that um my mentor really um what's the word encapsulates dragon energy like in my phone i have a dragon emoji next to him so okay, yeah he really like embodies the dragon he embodies maybe that's the word so cool. that could have been him popping into say yeah. i'm not sure Ooh. but that yeah Special. and so I know dragon you got chills yeah when you said it could have been cool so yeah that's cool it was just a very interesting one because I had been working with the mediumship and letting my body move but it was just kind of like little like gentle rocking and this Mm. was actually like my whole like head like moved around and I was like like after it all happened I was just like whoa and like I like seen the dragon and yeah um that was one bong rip some (laughs) people yeah that too I mean and also like I feel like I'm being vulnerable by sometimes sharing some of this stuff, but I feel like it's important because there's the ego side of me and the fear side of me that's like, someone's going to listen to this and be like, she belongs in a fucking mental hospital. And to that, I say, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. I don't know. But like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was a very cool Cool. experience. But um, I have, there is a very intense dragon energy back right now i encourage you to read the sophia code yeah. the dragons yeah. are very they're here yeah they're here they're here to help they're very high vibrational beings um like golden light warriors mm-hmm. like that's what i get from yeah them. okay so that is really cool that it came up so much well at least once in my reading stuff about the dragon yeah i guess we should get back to the reading yeah um okay yeah so then really the last thing that I want to mention that was really intense and cool was so yeah so at the end at the end because there's a surrogate that is doing this for me energetically and moving this she said something how at the end she goes up to the surrogate person and asks if there's anything that came up for them and and kind of does like a clearing for anything that was for them so she walks over to the surrogate and so this is I actually didn't happen to record this part um for some reason 
divine reasoning, whatever. So I kind of wish I could rewatch it to uh, to fully know exactly what happened. But anyway, she goes over to the surrogate and she starts she starts kind of asking her about about some some experience or something. And it was something where that this something with a surrogate and some like um, retreat or some ayahuasca retreat or some plant plant medicine ceremony or something. And was it? I don't know if it was plant medicine. Maybe it was. I some... thought it was just. Um, it was a teacher she had in Mexico. Oh yeah, in Mexico. Because oh, maybe like in my mind when she said in Mexico, my mind went to like spiritual retreat, plant medicine thing. But maybe that's an it important thing that. to bring up too, though, about your session. Yeah, actually, that was another thing. Um, so she something with it. Yeah, something with a teacher in Mexico. And right before, so what I remember at least, which is good that I remember this part, like kind of right before after she starts saying this thing, she says, um, "Alyssa, I feel like Alyssa, this could be about you too with your PhD program." So she says she says that that whatever is kind of clearing is with this, and so she starts talking about something with the energy of masters holding their students back for fear that they will transcend them yes i like wrote down that sentence because it was so powerful so i did i was able to write that down masters holding their students back for fear that they will transcend them and i'm getting chills now and so what happened was i forget how much they talked it out but anyway, it was this whole clearing that's happening. This my surrogate on the table starts like you were there in person. I was able only able to see and hear so little on Zoom. From what I saw on Zoom, the surrogate starts shaking her whole body, like shaking, convulsing, everything. It was like an exorcism. Yeah. It was wild. I've never seen anything like it. It was I, I didn't know should I look at it? Should I look away? Right. That was the funniest thing. That was the funniest part for me being on Zoom. So I'm looking on Zoom. This person's at us laying on a table, bed, whatever you would call it, like behind this semicircle of people sitting in like on camp, uh, camp style uh, chairs and everything. And so everyone's in a semicircle. And so it's just so weird for me. The, she's like convulsing on the table. Half of you guys are like kind of just casual and just like looking forward and not really looking at her a lot of people were like looking forward but i was like i'm watching this like i was like and then i look at the people looking forward and i'm like observing i'm like okay they're still not watching but i'm gonna watch yeah (laughs) i saw you like turn around like some i mean other people like were turning around but it was just like i was just i was like what's happening and i was like oh my god just watching this from zoom being like so yeah so she starts convulsing and lucia is like physically like okay not like physically but she makes these gestures right like around her heart that she's pulling something out of her Mm -hmm. so she's like pulling it out and she's like holding her down on the table with one hand like she's trying because her legs are all over the place she's like ah like she's all over the place she's like "Ah." down and she's screaming like screaming like i didn't hear the screaming and like just like going like just screaming like it was wild it was wild and so i didn't hear the screaming from zoom but she was screaming apparently she had to be held down so that she didn't fall off the table so i got really emotional at the end and immediately i knew that this was also for me so for some yeah i i forget the extent that she kind of talked well, it out she, but i knew exactly said, what it was she said that um it was like something from her teacher so it's like some teachers have a fear of yeah like their students like transcending them so it's like they that entity almost like goes 
into them. Um, and so oh, this was like really big because this was whatever it was, this entity, this like fear from her teacher was wrapped around her central nervous system. And that's oh, why shit. it was so, yeah, that's why it was so intense to get out. So it was almost like a serpent, like wrapped oh. around her central nervous system and she was pulling it out of her. Okay. I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't hear that part. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. And the other thing that she said was. It's not it's not the teacher's fault, you know, just to kind of give some more context to it. This is what Lucia said. Yeah. It's not the teacher's fault. It's kind of more like this is a program. And just like And she we're said it here, happened to him. So she yeah. was clearing it for him and then whoever it whoever passed it down to him and so on and so on. Ooh, I'm getting chills. Yeah. Right. Someone passed it down to him. And just like, you know, are these problems that we deal with on Earth, like addiction or whatever, like that's not us. We came to Earth and we're living out a paradigm. We're living out a program that was passed down. You know, none of these things are us. So it's not like that. It's not like it was that teacher that was like, Meh. it was he's living out a program. You know, he's living out some something that was passed to him. And so for me, it resonated so much because I have a lot of things from grad school. So I started feeling like this. I started so at the only at the end like I started getting emotional and I started feeling this kind of like freedom and this like release like I kind of felt like so because what it brought up in me was I've had issues with authority figures all in actually like most of my life and especially in grad school and specifically like it was kind of these two like it was kind of these like female I don't know for the energy that it showed up for me was the any authority figure that I had issues with was mostly like female and it felt like this energy of like subconsciously wanting to hold me back and I've had this I've had issues with that in grad school and really feeling held back or not supported by authority figures or subconsciously like you know a dissonance there mm-hmm. and I and it, it brought up it's mainly has brought up this energy of feeling pinned down and feeling feeling held back and feeling like they're going to get in my way of, of get in the way of my freedom and get in the way of whatever I'm supposed to do so that's kind of why I think I got emotional because especially now like being done with school and feeling like I am free and feeling like they can't get in my way or hold me down anymore it for me, like kind of what came up with that release was like, oh, my God, I'm free. And I there was that other stuff with the bird wow. and the wings. And yeah, yeah so that she did mention that. She, I think she specifically really, said caged bird at one point. Right. Yeah. The caged bird thing. Like. Yeah. Did she say that at the end, too? I or, think maybe at the end somewhere during your session. Yeah. Yeah. So that was crazy (laughs) that was really powerful and yeah just I feel like that's that's the best way to say it I think I think it's also a relatable energy and it's so interesting of course that the surrogate had this you know it meant one thing to her and it meant a different thing to me but I knew exactly what it meant and Lucia even knew and Lucia even knew that it was for me too and she said it she didn't go into the specifics for me, but, she, you know, I I knew what it was and, um, you know, the way that the surrogate was chosen, that it had to be me. All of these things were divinely orchestrated to mm-hmm. be released in that time. So that was really cool. And the other thing. Oh, yeah. Two other things I want to mention about the reading was that there was a cat that was this this really beautiful like lion looking cat 
was oh, on yeah. the heart shot was on the heart of and like on the face of this surrogate for like a lot of the healing um for some yeah. other parts actually where she While was doing she the was release. moving around and right like freaking out it was like sitting like right on her chest and it was like even putting its like paws like on her cheeks and on her mm-hmm. face like so gently it was like so cute it was this cute, amazingly beautiful cat it was yeah it was like right there it was like she said something lucia said something about the heart space and about how the heart uh, the cat was sitting heart to heart with her and um and then you sent me a picture of the cat close up okay. i'm gonna show a picture of the cat yeah so then when you sent me the picture of the cat later that evening or the next day or something, I almost started to cry. Like, yeah. And that was really cool. Just like looking at the cat because like that cat helped my healing and assisted my energy release. Just like looking at the cat made me emotional. Zion. His name's Zion. Oh, yeah. And his name's Zion. And there was a lot of other stuff that came up with his lion energy. Um, and the cat looks like a lion. And yeah yeah so, well it's like there we need to look this up we should have looked this up before last episode yeah. but maybe we'll try to look it up for our next episode but she was talking about the white lions returning to earth because that's yeah. supposed to be like an omen and like a sign that i don't know a ton about but i want to look it up because i guess and i guess it has been happening or the return of like the white animals um mm-hmm. yeah and she talked about it last time i was there too it came up so there is something about this like white lion like interesting yeah it's got like that's got to be i don't know but they were Mm -hmm. i guess the the white lions were brought here by maybe sirius or another star system Mm -hmm. yeah there's something something with that um so then yeah so that was really cool with the cat assisting and so the horses were not necessarily like near my surrogate, but they were kind of like communicating with her throughout. They were still but... helping and releasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that is where we're going to wrap up with this episode. We're splitting this episode into two parts. So the next part next week will be a bit more about Michaela's session on this day at the ranch. So definitely stay tuned for that. Some very different kind of very powerful messages came through in her session. So thank you for being here. Please don't forget to follow at the Orphic podcast on Instagram, TikTok. My Instagram is at interdimensional.astrophysics. Michaela's is at Mariposa Moonchild. And um, please also don't forget to give us a rating review, subscribe wherever you are listening and also find us on YouTube at the Orphic podcast. We are Every episode is also on video and out every Friday. So thank you. Bye.